Welcome to the Pastor's Table. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about communion. We're going to continue with the same line of thinking that we've had in previous episodes, but we're going to be talking about how God has intended for us to have communion with Him, fellowship with Him. Not just on Sundays when we have a communion service, but having a real abiding relationship with Him day in, day out, no matter where we are or what we're doing. Enjoy the episode today. Welcome back to the Pastor's Table. We've talked in so many episodes about identity and coming at it from different perspectives. We've talked about putting things in little boxes, and now we've talked about how to keep the boxes open, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. how to have that openness with God, and to just trust Him for your everyday life, that that our primary goal, our primary purpose is to have a relationship Amen. with Jesus. Mm-hmm. That so that's important. first. It's first. It's first. Yeah. And so we go back to John 6. Mm-hmm. And and one of the things that happens, we all we all know about pressure. Everybody has had pressure. Every person has had that place. And and perhaps it's a little Jacob-like where we struggle with God yeah. as he did as he, he wanted that place with God in, in Genesis. You'll find that story. Mm-hmm. How he wrestled with God one night, how his hip got pushed out of place. And, and how he had struggled with the things of the flesh, trying to satisfy the things of the soul. Mm-hmm. Here is an answer mm-hmm. that will nourish you. It's found mm-hmm. in John 6, in verse 35, just further down. And he says, I am the bread of life. He that comes to me shall never hunger. Yeah. He that believes, remember that believing was the work mm-hmm. yeah. on me, shall never thirst. But I said unto you that ye also have seen me and believe not. Mm-hmm. And this is where we get into trouble. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we come to church on Sunday. It's marvelous. We sense his presence is so good. Yeah, amen. So precious. We meet with him or we've had a prayer, maybe just even one or two of you. And you know Holy Spirit's touched your heart in a in a powerful way. But then Monday comes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And pressure reappears. Mm-hmm. And you forget the work yeah. of believing in Jesus. Yeah. And these are the times. This is Jesus' remedy. He is the Word made flesh. He is the bread of life. Yeah. That bread is His Word. Mm-hmm. And when pressure comes, we look to, oh, Pastor, can you pray for me? Uh, uh, can I get someone else's agreement? Mm-hmm. We individually have to dine on Jesus' Word. That's yeah. right. It's the place of satisfaction. Amen. And especially under pressure. Mm-hmm. I've had this thought for a little while, um, and and again, even as we've been having uh, these discussions about a variety of things, but this thought comes to mind, and and I think it's sometimes that we forget that God is a real person. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I I don't know why that is, I, but we seem to forget that. Yeah. You know, we're not putting our faith in a doctrine. No. Right, not, right. I, I had the Lord talk to me this way one time, and it kind of helped clear up some things in my head. And I'll say it from time to time. And even still, sometimes I don't quite get it, and then it comes back, and He helps me with it again by repeating it to me. But you see, believe, the doctrine of healing will not heal your body. 
no That's matter right. how right that doctrine is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because it's Jesus himself who heals your body. Yeah. Yeah. The doctrine of salvation will not save you. Yeah. But Jesus will save you. Yeah. Yeah. And it helps keep that line of thinking straight and proper because I'm not putting my faith in what I believe. No. Yeah. I'm putting my faith in him yeah. whom I believe. Yeah. Yeah. I'm putting my faith in a person. Mm-hmm. You know, there was a person that, that came and lived like us. Yeah. Yes. You yes, know what I mean? Yes. He he took on flesh. He became like us. That was a person that did that. Yeah. Not a doctrine. No. Yeah. That was a person. Come on. Yeah. And that person took on all of our junk mm-hmm. at, and paid the penalty for it at the cross. And it wasn't for the purpose of imparting a new religion to us. No. Mm-hmm. It was for the purpose of us becoming as He is. Mm -hmm. To bring us into real fellowship with the Father. That was the purpose. You know, Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. And we quote that. And somehow we seem to think, we forget the next part. It says, and no one comes unto, and sometimes we fill in in that, put a blank there and then fill it in with, no one comes unto prosperity without Him. Or no one comes unto healing without Him. (laughs) Or no one goes to heaven without Him. And sometimes we read that as though that's what that's saying. He's the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes goes to heaven without Him. Mm-hmm. And while that is true, that's not what that says. Mm-hmm. It says no one comes to the Father except through Him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Knowing the Father is all of those healing, all mm-hmm. those things, healing and life mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. blessing and all those things, but that comes through knowing Him. This mm-hmm. is eternal life that you may know Him who is yeah. the true God. Amen. And his son Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. That comes through knowing him. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we forget that when he says, I am the bread of life, he's talking about himself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's his word. He is the living word, mm-hmm. but he's a person. Mm-hmm. Yes. The living word, the person. Mm-hmm. And so often we can find ourselves just going through the motions of what we're supposed to do without actually going to the one with whom we have to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, sorry, you go ahead. No, go ahead. I, I got excited when you were talking. <laughs> but that's not unlike me. But I, I immediately I thought, how many times we've met someone and, uh, you know, I, I've talked to them about perhaps a miracle that happened in my life or with someone else. Mm-hmm. And I'm flesh and blood. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can't change my mind. I know mm-hmm. that what happened was a miracle. Yeah. I know. I mean, I saw my husband when he was told he had a short time, pack your bags. You know, I know, I, I you know, in the nursing time, I know what the blood work said. I saw the results. They weren't good. And 13 biopsies later, when they came back clear, I also saw that. And I have a piece of paper that says so. And it's a documented with the doctor saying, I can't explain this. Mm-hmm. But I, and I'm, you can, you know, mm-hmm. I'm here. And I can have someone say, I don't believe you. Mm-hmm. And Jesus, who certainly, I mean, the miracles were uncountable. We only have a few documented. Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. said he went there and did many miracles. Yeah. So every single one was obviously not spoken of. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. And people saw. Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah. And they didn't believe him. Mm-hmm. And they didn't believe him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, and that's, I mean... There's something that I've heard someone say, and it really just grips my heart sometimes, is that how often we have rejected God Mm 
yeah. because we didn't like the person in which he came. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we couldn't see past the package. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We couldn't see the past the delivery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Israel, here is their promise manifested in the flesh. Mm-hmm. Here is their Messiah, their deliverer, walking amongst them. Mm-hmm. And many did not recognize him. And how he said, you know, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, he's weeping over Jerusalem Mm. because you stone your prophets and those that are sent to you. Mm -hmm. And here I am, and you have not recognized the time of your visitation. Mm -hmm. And because they did not recognize him, they looked and said, well, that's, you know, that's Mary and Joseph's boy, the carpenter. I mean, like, who do you think you are? Yeah. And did not believe in who he is. Mm -hmm. That's why... There were no mighty works in that town, his hometown, mm-hmm. because they couldn't get past the package. Mm-hmm. Well, we know you. We've, you know, the ladies in the village, you know, changed your diapers when you were a baby, and now you're telling us that you're anointed. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're the Messiah. Come on. They couldn't get past what they saw with their physical eyes, mm-hmm. and actually believe what he was saying, and realize that he himself was the manifestation of the Father God in their midst. Mm -hmm. They couldn't get past what they saw with their eyes Mm -hmm. and believe him. That's just what we were talking about in the last episode from Luke. Mm -hmm. That's right. Right, when we were talking about the revealing in Luke Mm -hmm. chapter 10. It wasn't revealed to publicans and and the learned. That's right. But to babes. Yeah. Those who came without a predetermined idea. Mm -hmm. They were open. They were open. Their expectations and were were not preset. Mm-hmm. These are the... Oh. Expectations can be such a limitation. Mm-hmm. I yes. expect it to look this way, and if it doesn't, I reject it. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Our Messiah must be a military commander. He must be this way. Mm-hmm. Well, the Messiah was there, and he wasn't a military commander, so they didn't receive him as such. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yet, he did something greater than any person could have, have imagined. Mm-hmm. And he is indeed Lord of all. Mm-hmm. And here he is, calling us, yeah. calling us mm-hmm. to communion with him. Yeah. yeah. You think about the first thing that happened after Jesus died on the cross. So, the temple had its its different um, areas in it. And the Holy of Holies had this amazing veil across it that was thick, that was heavy. And there was the, the high priest was the only one that went in there. And he only went in once a year. And um, from what I understand, they tied a rope to him in case he wasn't completely fully pure and clean. And he died in the presence of God and pulled him out. And what happened, Jesus fulfilled his calling broke that bread for us, died on the cross for us, and the very first thing is that veil, that separation between God and man was torn, not from the bottom that man could do it, but from the top. And that way was made for us to walk into the Father's presence on our own without having to have a priest there to do it on our behalf. That that's that's this. I am the bread of life. Mm-hmm. That I, he's come. That we shall not hunger. Yeah, he's done that. He's made that way yeah. for us, for yeah. you, to go into his presence and to spend time with him. We've been talking about relationship over the past couple of episodes. That that is the base. That believing in him and having that relationship with him. Well, that's that's Jesus doing that for making that way to walk in and talk to the Father. Because of what he did on the cross. Mm-hmm. Oh, hallelujah. Mm-hmm. 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 
true communion. Yeah. It's not the special little thing we do with them. <laughs> you know, we, we have the beautiful things. We've got the brass, you know, serving trays and little and cups cup. and chunk of bread. Sometimes I've had those little terrible discs. Mm-hmm. And but that's not communion. No. It, it's a remembrance in, of what we do. Yeah. But God's calling us to true communion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. True communion. To dwell with him. You know, a, an old song, and, and it's not really correct, in one, but they used to say, commune with me. Uh, beneath the wings of the cherubim, come and commune with me. And, and they were on the right path because they were seeking. And that song was written in a way that, because there was a call and there was a recognized call. Mm-hmm. Because the Holy Spirit was saying, come on. You know, come out of your, leave that stuff behind and come and be with the Father and, mm-hmm. and spend some time with me. Mm-hmm. And I think it's it's been the hardest transition of the church as I've looked at it as the whole being around for a while. You know, those the, the stepping away from the ritual of church mm-hmm. where we would gather and have a predetermined, we'll sing this song and then we'll have the yeah. scripture read. And, and I know some churches still do that and I, I'm not condemning them, but we didn't understand the drawing to fellowship. Mm-hmm. We didn't understand how Holy Spirit was saying, come on. And so, you know, during the 80s and, and the, the late 80s and early 90s, we began to this, this transformation in the body of Christ where we recognized. And I, I remember uh, the worship team talking about it. We're planning, we're going to sing a few songs together that are in the same key. And we're not going to stop in between so that they will just flow. <laughs> and I, I remember thinking, wow. We can do that? No, I was having a prayer meeting that we're talking about. I was like, what a concept. And and uh, and they did. Mm-hmm. And people just stayed with it. This was yeah. new. This was mm-hmm. this was groundbreaking. Mm-hmm. That's 1986. Mm-hmm. And and so they did that. And people began to have a different attitude. Mm-hmm. We didn't know how Holy Spirit was drawing us in. We were doing like we talked in the, the best we knew at the time, but he was now that we've come this far, he's saying, okay, good. You're starting to recognize that, that that's not what we really mean by communion. He's calling us to that deeper place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A relationship. Yeah. And it's not about sitting in church quietly and going, mm-hmm. <laughs> because if I did that with my husband, it wouldn't be much of a relationship. No. I mean, there's times when I remember when we were dating and we would stare at each other. Huh. <laughs> and it was, you know, we didn't talk. And that that's when you know you really love someone, when you can have a conversation without words. Mm-hmm. And and that's important too. But it's not just about you sitting there going, hmm. It's about that daily walk where he's with you in your work, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. when you're teaching, whatever we're doing. And God helps me take out the garbage. <laughs> and he helps me. So it's in all of those things. This is the communion we're called to. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. This, um, the whole passage here is good, John chapter 6. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so he goes from talking about, I am the living bread. Mm-hmm. And then he says, and also the bread that, sorry, in verse 51, the, also the bread that I shall give for the life of the world is my flesh. Mm-hmm. And that's when they start freaking out. Yes. Because mm-hmm. they're thinking like, how, and the verse 52, mm-hmm. then the Jews angrily contended with one another. 
saying, how is he able to give us his flesh to eat? Mm -hmm. They're thinking like cannibalism. This mm -hmm. is crazy. What is mm -hmm. this guy talking about? And if you were to skip ahead a little bit, you'd see a lot of the disciples turned back from following him because of what he was saying. Mm -hmm. Now, Jesus, I'm sure, was he preached the controversial messages. You know? <laughs> he didn't hold back. But in what he's talking about here, he begins to explain to them that true drink and true meat is my flesh and my blood that I will give for the life of the world. Amen. And not understanding that he's referring to the reality of communion. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He's not talking about literally eating his, his flesh. <laughs> he's obviously not referring to that. He's talking about, well, let's just for a moment here. When you take physical bread and you break that bread open and you eat some of that bread, it goes into your body. It gives life to your body by becoming part of your body. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. Same thing with water. It yeah. becomes a part of who you are because you're taking it in. Yeah. And the two are now becoming one. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wow. The two are becoming one. Mm -hmm. This is what he's talking about. Mm -hmm. He's saying, I'm giving my life for you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's bread and it's drink. Mm -hmm. the, the ceremony of communion uh, comes from covenant relationship as it was practiced in these times yeah. and earlier than these times. Mm -hmm. And the, the bread and the wine was a common practice to sit down between two people that were entering into a covenant relationship, yeah. mm -hmm. an agreement from which they can't entangle themselves with it without dying by mm -hmm. breaking that covenant. Mm -hmm. It meant for life. Mm -hmm. It meant two families becoming one family. It mm -hmm. meant husband and wife becoming one. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's what it meant, the two becoming one. Mm -hmm. And the symbol of the bread and the wine is this is my bread, this is my body, this is my blood, this is my life, and I'm feeding it to you. Mm -hmm. So that who I am, now you are. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And who you are, now I am. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we are together. Amen. This is what Jesus is talking about to mm -hmm. these people and to us. He's saying, my life, I'm giving to you. Mm -hmm. So that you can take your li my life into you, and now my life is in your life, and our lives are one. Mm-hmm. It is the great mystery of the gospel mm -hmm. that so many of us, even if we can grab it intellectually for a moment, how much of the reality of that are we willing to really receive mm -hmm. and to think God himself sent his holy divine son into the world to take on who we are so that we can take on who he is. Mm -hmm. And so the two can become one. He is the head and we are the body. He is the bridegroom and we are the bride. The two become one, the marriage feast. Like all of that symbology is to say he meant for us to be together. Mm -hmm. yeah. He doesn't want to just come visit from time mm -hmm. to time. Mm -hmm. He wants to dwell. Mm -hmm. He doesn't want just a visitation. He wants a habitation. Yes. He wants us to dwell together. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Amen. That is what he's looking That was always the Father's good yes. pleasure. Yes. Always his intention. Yeah. I mean, even when you get to the end of the book and the city of God comes down and there's no sun or no moon anymore because he himself is the light. Amen. Right. And why? Because he wants his habitation to be with mankind mm -hmm. together. Amen. That was always his intention. And he will have it. Praise God. Mm -hmm. Amen. He will have it. He will yes, have those people who live together with him. Mm -hmm. So that in the scripture, it says that if you have his bread, you shall never hunger. In the, the, his interaction with the woman at the well, he says to her, drink of me and you'll never thirst anymore. Mm -hmm. So if, if you 
are trying to find satisfaction in your life through work, through food, through the internet, through Facebook, through pornography, through alcohol, through drugs, anything where you're trying to find satisfaction that isn't satisfying you, the Word of God will satisfy you. It says that you will hunger no more. It says that you will thirst no more when you come to Him and you believe in Jesus. Mm -hmm. Now, if you don't at this moment believe in Jesus and you want to believe in Jesus, there's going to be a phone number that's going to come across the scene, at uh, the bottom of the screen here, and you can call that number. That's the number for this church that we, that we come from, Celebration Life Church, and somebody will be able to help you with that and lead you to Christ and, and get you in that relationship with Christ that you need to be in to hunger no more and to thirst no more. Amen. 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 Praise God. God bless you. Amen.